I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This week out of tonight, we chat newsies and snoozies. Up to ninety, up to ninety, up to ninety with Emma and Julie. That's Emma. brilliant. How are you? You're very cozy looking. Oh, well, Julie, let me tell you. It's fucking Baltic. It is cold. It is cold. And I travel from Rothfarnham to Three Arena, which is a fair distance. Well, let me put it in context. It's a fair distance on an electric scooter. I think we should have given a trigger warning there. That you were going to actually announce that you do, in fact. Oh, maybe I haven't said it on the podcast. How about I think we've both been keeping it on the QT. Oh, I'm fucking open I mean, about like, it. I, well. Show your judgment all you want. To quote Emma, I'm just thinking about the brand. That's just all I'm thinking <laughs> of. Julie. A cynic on an electric scooter. I know. If that isn't an oxymoron, well, I don't know what it is. purely, purely, purely because it is the fastest way ah, to get yeah. there. Sure, it's back to the future stuff. Totally. You're like Michael and J. Fox on that thing. To, I know. Johnny, be good. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the way you're such a, a teeny tot as well. I fucking Pure wish I was like stuff. Michael J. Johnny, be good. It's fucking freezing and nobody understands how cold it is. So I've loads of layers on, grand. But the real issue is the fucking hands. I wear three pairs of gloves. Two of them are like massive gloves. And then the third one is just like, you know, slim gloves or whatever. Lady gloves. I usually get to about the canal and then I can start to feel the hands are chilly. Yesterday... I had to keep getting off in Ternier to walk, to try and warm up. I was holding back the tears, Judy. Like, I couldn't. Holding back the tears. Do, do, do. Scooter through the sea to Santa. I think, well, do you know what? Do you know what? This might be a nice time to announce our Patreon. <laughs> um, because, you know, what you need, need to purchase is, no, you need the motorcycling gloves. No, 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 no. I'm telling you. It's not okay, well, there was no need to spit in my face. No, there. this is this is my problem. I don't get it. This okay, is no, yeah. This is what people keep saying it. to me. Where well, goalie gloves? Where are these gloves? I have this, as Shane likes to call it, an L one disease called 
rhinoids. Oh, I forgot about your rhinoids. So when I go home, the tips of my fingers are completely white and they're black because all the fucking blood has drained from them. Okay, so we really need to get people on board with the Patreon. I, I need to buy electric So we need to go fund me, basically, at this stage. Yeah. I forgot about your rainoids. I mean, I have poor circulation, but I really feel free on that one. It's just... And you see, like, Julie, I'm at the traffic lights. And I'm wearing so many gloves. I'm wearing so many gloves, Julie. It's very hard for me to put my little hand in my pocket and get my vape. For a little well, vase when now, it's a red light. Okay, now we're really talking <laughs> full on disability. This is horrendous. So I have nicotine withdrawals as well then. Yeah, no, we'll have to do something about this. I, I can imagine, I can actually, I can conceive of just how cold you are. So today I had a master plan. I wore an extra coat. The arms were quite tight with the two coats, but I wore two, per- wore two coats, two cardigans, my jumper, whatever, right? So I had five heavy layers. And then what happened was, oh, that's my phone, sorry. I had a hot water bottle. <clears throat> so what okay, I decided, so you're essentially 40 coats, by what the way, I, at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. What I decided to do with the hot water bottle was I strapped, I tied it to myself with a belt of my cardigan, right? And I thought it was great. But then, of course, as happens with these things, it moved down slightly. It's called gravity, baby. And it was like I had, like I had a swinging scrotum, basically. But I persisted with it. And it did help on the way home today. But then, uh, I don't even want to get into it. It's so boring. But then my uh, battery started to go. Turned out the back way. On my scooty. On the scooty. Yeah, it turned out my back tyre was flat. What is it with you and fucking (laughs) tyres, Emma? Like, look, I'm not saying this is like, I feel like. Like I'm going insane. I feel like when, you know, one of my close friends would say, I think, how's it going with the new fella? I think this one is stealing from me too. Like, I feel like the common denominator in all these equations is you. And I say that with love. What's wrong? Like, what's going on? You've got to stop leaving the 50s around your bed. You've got to stop. I don't know what's going on with the tires. I don't know. I don't know, Judy. (laughs) But I'm fit for a breakdown. I know, you definitely are. You no, definitely are. yeah, yeah. See, and it's time for one of us, like it's been a couple of weeks. I know. Can I have the next one? Of one? Of, well, Please. listen, I'd you have it. to. And you know what? It would make me so happy if you did. I know, like, you'd oh, love it, wouldn't you? I thought I was the that, only mentalist in this equation. Do you remember that day we were in uh, Liffey Valley Car Park recording? And I can't remember what I was doing, but I was. I was having Oh, the brain. day that you forgot everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wasn't really functioning. And you were just sitting there smiling. You were so happy. No, I wasn't smiling. But I do think I... Um, it was just nice to see you momentarily Weak. exhibit behaviour like me. Because <laughs> it's so rare. But I'm quite good in a crisis situation. I think because... Um, I just generally kind of do the wrong thing most of the time. You've that been so I, I know exactly. I'm always thinking about the plan D and E. Yeah. 
You're being so I think it was the SD card, wasn't it? But there was another few things. There was, it was a litany. And you started the episode that day by saying, I'm actually, I'm having a Julie day today. <laughs> and I was like, pull in a Monica, but I'll leave you off because it's the space you're in. And you were full on correct. I was laughing. We came up from Kerry today. In the yeah, oh my That's God. That's how important Tell up to 90 me. is to me. I feel like when people message and go, where's the podcast? I'm like, give it time. There's no. a lot going well, on. Well, now, a couple of things we do have to say. And She's actually, living in Dingle, lads. Do you know what? In relation to Crimeland, the other podcast oh, that yeah. I've been doing, the reason, because actually You're a few affair. people, my affair, You're my dirty other woman, affair. well, a few people messaged and was like, I didn't even know that this podcast was happening. I haven't been talking about it because I'll be honest. Now, this just in terms of the up to 90, because I'm sure people got on to you as well asking where this week's episode was yeah. and blah, blah. One thing I have discovered, and I probably should have accepted this a long time ago, but... The sound is just not as good. We need to be in studio really doing it. It's much, much better, isn't it? So I've discovered that with Crimeland as well, because unfortunately, um, Fred doesn't deep throat the mic like the rest of us. So essentially last week's episode is just me talking into the wind. And every now and again, I say things like, you wouldn't kill me, would you, Fred? And you can hear this very faint. (laughs) That's true. Anyway, oh, back to the facts. Like, fuck. it's just a very unilateral conversation. So how are you going to do it in Dingle? I know. Well, we just can't look. The thing is, is that we just need to be in the studio. And even this week now, I had Laura Matney did, you know, she's obsessed with Oscar Pistorius. Oh, yeah. So her yes. and my mother were the two people that right until the very end were like, he's innocent. But- even when he was pleading guilty and he was like, I did it, guys. My mother. And now apparently I've discovered Laura Matney were like... <laughs> Are you sure about that? Because we really don't think you did. No way. Um, but again, the sound, the sound, the sound. So I have had to accept that. I mean, maybe it's the mics or whatever, but it's just it's just much better in the studio. Otherwise, it's just wasted content. It must be the mics. It must be the mics because I know, I mean, even like say, you know, like say Des and Katie, their podcast, The Shift, they always do, but they have a much better setup. Like maybe we just need better mics. I think it's the mics. Yeah, we might just need to get better, um, better mics. Patreon people. Also, our Patreon, we're really starting to up the game now with the Patreon in the next couple of weeks. And we will notify you as to the bits and bobs that are going to be available to our Patreon people who we love and adore. And even if you're not a Patreon person, just an L review would be wonderful as well. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, when people message you privately with lovely words, you're like, can you just say this in a public arena, please? Can you just say this, this to the Apple people? Worthless. I know it's good content. I'm 50% of it, so yeah, I'm well aware. Yeah, but uh, we came up from Kerry today because what Up to 90 like, is so important Julie? to us. Was Do you know what? Horrific? It was grand. Limerick now was fairly Haley, but I'd expect nothing less from Limerick. I say that with love. We but love it's like Limerick. Ed, I've never tr- been in Galway without it being windy and rainy. Well, the West home. is what just the, the West. That all about? The West has just extreme weather. It's just much more extreme in terms of the weather. Yeah. Like, my dad has a conspiracy theory that he is convinced that Dublin doesn't get weather. Like, he's utterly convinced the east coast has a completely different climate to the west but it does like sure yeah. it is there's always something i wish it didn't get weather because i've figured out now with my little l1 hands turning black and like you the fact i'm a ginger i don't do the heat so basically what i'm the climate that i'm looking for is anything between 
8 and 18 degrees. Yeah, that's ideal. That's kind of what I want all the time. Yeah, because we were looking at booking a holiday last night and I'm afraid it didn't work out because it turns out we just wanted very different things from the holiday. Yeah, because I can we imagine. Can. The thing is, we have to accept that we can't do heat. Like, we're no. schnocktables. Yeah. Like, there's just, there's no point in trying to you know force it to be anything other than what it is the only time I ever had a tan on a holiday was when I had got a spray tan the day before yeah or when you were allowed to bring the good old days when you could bring as many Sally Hansen as you wanted into your into your luggage do you remember those good old days do I we didn't know how good we had it. coming up in the car and I did say to Fred I, I, I do have a bit of an issue with the people who ring into radio stations because I feel you have a social responsibility okay if you are ringing into a radio station yeah you have to have something to say the people oh who ring God. in what are you doing Dave nothing much now <laughs> just here in the house Okay, are you working or studying? Nah, sure, bit of this, bit of that. You're giving me nothing. And this poor girl, I did feel for her because she was doing some class of a quiz um, today. And she only got maybe about three questions because she claimed, question two, she was thrown, the first question she got wrong, the poor thing, Al Stewart, what Australian soap is he in? Yeah, so she was thrown by that because it's a 50-50 shot. But she was given a second chance, so she got there in the end. But then the second question, she claimed that she was deaf in one ear. She's like, I'm so sorry, I'm actually deaf in one ear. And I just said to Fred, like, sorry, but no. So why is she putting the phone to her deaf ear? Thank you. You have two ears. Put it to the other ear. Just did this admit. Ha- like, should this happen over the weekend? There's no Surely shame. Surely she's known about this for a while. In admitting that you did not. Because I actually didn't know this. There's no shame in admitting that you don't know where the Golden Girls was based. What city would you say? I'd forgotten. It- now I knew it was Southern States. But I thought Atlanta. Saw Atlanta. Oh, well sorry. I thought that, I was going to say that they were in Florida or something. Very good. Florida, give me a city. It's the one we know and love. Orlando. Miami. Oh, Miami. Miami. Yeah. But I, knew, I right. There were a lot of Mickey Mice and stuff kind of floating around in the background of Golden Girls. Do, 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 do. But I just would have associated old American people, Florida. Yeah, yeah. Do, now that you say it, do, retirement do, community. Do, do, yeah, do, do, yeah, do. yeah. I haven't watched um, it in a long time. But actually, wasn't that the whole premise that they were all retired living in Florida now that I come to think of it? I think that was a big part of it, yeah. But two things. Number one, you can't... Like, okay, just move the phone to the other ear. Then the next question, she was like, I'm sorry, I'm actually quite deaf. I was like, why have you rang in to a radio show quiz? This is too much. I'm driving in sleet. Fred's got the headphones in. I'm essentially alone. I can't, I couldn't. I couldn't handle Fred's it. Fred's got the headphones in. I know. Well, in. let's talk about it because, yeah, my little prince put the headphones in to listen to what? Well, you know, Fred's quite fond of the music. Yeah, yeah. So he just wanted to listen to a bit of music. I think. I mean, look, I'll admit it. I was listening. Uh, I was just listening to the potential government formations, and I can understand why he was like, "I'm out. I'm done." 
Fucking hell. But yeah, on the subject of um, people being deaf in one ear, like my hearing actually isn't the best now at all, but a friend of mine, she went, um, a few months ago, she went for that, you know, the dining in the dark experience. Oh, yeah, yeah. But she's completely deaf in one ear. So she found the whole experience just horrendous. And I was like, but essentially that would have been like, I mean, so you were already depa- down half. Exactly. I mean, we're talking bordering. I know oh. I shouldn't say it. But we're talking bordering the Helen Keller experience. Like, seriously. Why would you go well, to dining in the she dark? She for 50% of it because she can't, can't not much to speak with her mouth open. Hear. She couldn't not see. Not with her mouth open. She's got Fact. really bad sinuses. So like taste was probably... But no, oh, she, you know what? You know her and love her. So she actually is, is the thing. Oh, I do know who this you is. Do, now, I you do, of course. I don't even. I'm just going to ah, do yeah, the letter, is. the first yeah, letter. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, of I course. Yeah, yeah. She's but yeah, so she. Everyone else. Her, everyone else in dish, huh? Everyone else in the group raved about the dying in the dark experience, except this poor girl. So just what I'm saying is, just make sure yeah. to have you know to have kind of maybe a bit of an ear cleaning. Have you done the ear cleaning? Do you remember the thing, the tube thing they used to put on your ears when I cleaned? the tube thing there was this thing they used to do in Australia they put in it was kind of like almost like it was almost like a little I wouldn't say a syringe but it just like used to put water in a little douche for the year a little douche I've never done it I used to do it on the regular in Australia it was just something they were quite into I don't know Ooh. if I mentioned I was in Australia before. Yeah, um, but I but you know what? I just find with the old cotton buds, because you're not supposed to put a cotton bud in your ear then is the thing. But how do you clear your clean your ears otherwise? Is the question. Just put a bit of bit of tissue over the Would cotton you just bud? do a bit of tissue over the cotton bud? Yeah. And that makes it safe. Yeah. Saving lives every single day. Do you know it was Tommy's birthday yesterday? I do you know what? And I actually need to chat to Tommy because yeah, like he didn't even get on to me about it. I meant to. Is he four or five? He's five. Is I he meant five? to bring you and Fred party bags, but I forgot. Oh, them. we would have so loved to party bags. I know. I have them the next day. Um, did you have promise, a nice promise. party? We did. What did you She's get for the birthday? So cute. Well. An eclectic mix. This is what he wanted. Boxing He's gloves. He's a man of many interests. I'd expect nothing yeah. less than an eclectic mix. He wanted boxing gloves. Okay. A leprechaun. Oh, patriotic. Lovely. <laughs> he heard about Sinn Féin yeah, grand yeah. slamming in the election. He was like, I'm getting on board with this. I know. Kind of... Up the ra! Took a new meaning by the time he went to get it. And... Uh, this is a weird one. He wanted Fortnite toys, but he doesn't Ooh. obviously play the video game. He's heard of it, obviously. No, but the toys are really like young kitty. Oh, that's so disturbing, Emma. Isn't, isn't it? it? Yeah. I don't know if they're in the game or what, but like there's this little do- purple donkey, like really cartoony. It, it makes no sense to me whatsoever. That's quite scary, isn't it? It's weird. Yeah. It kind of so, reminds me of, do you remember MTV used to always have... The British Army ads during MTV oh Select. Do you remember that? Jesus, that's brought me back. Yeah. There's a bit of that. You it's don't kind of see the, those? On, well, I see, you do don't. you not? Or is it just that I'm not watching TV as much? Is MTV even still a thing? It is, but I don't... But we don't have it, obviously. I don't know if it's just constant music. Um, that's quite scary, though, about the Fortnite to- toys being... Yeah. I know, cute. it's weird. 
So it'd be almost like if there was a Grand Theft Auto toy, and it was just like prostitutes but in really cute dresses. I know, like little brats. Um, we were actually he had his birthday party for his classmates first, and then back to my gaff for my family. Julie, I pulled a Julie late for Tabby's birthday party. What was happening? Fuck all, that's the thing. We're in the house. Party was booked for half eleven. And like, usually Shane's the man to go, we should go now. Because it's closed, but like Saturday, you know. And I was like, why is he so casual? And he, then I'm like, we'll go after this. And he's like, oh yeah. He's like, what time is the party at? I was like, half eleven. He's like, I thought it was half twelve. I was like, fuck. And then he goes, oh, I the... Shamrock Rover season tickets are going on sale at half twelve. That's what I got mixed up with. Okay, yeah. So we get in the car, but we're still haven't like parked and there, and it's half eleven. So I ring my mate Laura because her daughter Robin is in Tommy's class and she's going. Laura's not answering her phone because I was like, you have to pay them obviously the last bit of the money, and I was like, maybe you could pay. And where was this, by the way, Mister B's? Okay, it's obviously like a kind of like activity center or something for yeah. kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not, it's not a tapas bar. Like it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so we're actually a bit late. But I was driving, so I got to say to Shane, "I'll just leave you here and go park the car," so I didn't have to deal with it. Oh, nice, which was lovely. Fairly yeah. sneaky on my part. So yeah, it was actually grand. Much well, not much better. But you heard about the disaster of Joe's birthday party last year? No. But he hasn't talked since. So I knew something had occurred. <laughs> so Joe had his there last year, right? So I was like, right, they do the play and then they're going to have, Mac- we'll get McDonald's up to the little playroom and then we'll do cake. And since the last time I'd been there, they changed the times or they changed it. So in the room, like the food room, they close the play area and then you have 45 minutes in the playroom or in the food room. 45 minutes. 45 minutes. How many minutes? 45. So the food arrives like five minutes early. And two of the mad kids just run. They're like, the food's here. So there's always, there's yeah. always one. So they yeah. all run in. I was that child, by the way, when it came to the food. Well, I would have wanted to fucking kick you in the face. Well, all the, all the other kids were like, can I just get a... A, a happy meal with the coke and I'd be like I want a large Big Mac okay <laughs> and I, I I'd always be like I want a large fries oh I hate a lar- I want a, a large Big Mac and I want a medium sized strawberry milkshake oh, and the mothers in question would always be like what are you sure you don't want a Big Mac meal and I'd be like no because okay now I'd obviously frame it in a more polite yeah, way with this yeah, yeah. than this but I would frame it as the thing is, is that you can't get a shake in a meal so I'm going to need a Big Mac I'm going to need a large fries and I'm going to need a separate hate. order of a strawberry milkshake milk, milk shake. I hate this job. and then in the back of the car because you know the way it was like the 80s and 90s there's always always be like you'd be sitting on someone's lap like seatbelts hadn't yeah, been invented yeah, yet yeah. so you'd be like would anyone like a donut Maybe donut just to kind of, you know, finish the meal. But yeah, now I was always like, I, you can bring the Big Mac right here. Fucking worse, kid. I was just, I was a serious emotional eater at a young age. 
But it's annoying for the parents. Of course it is. But I was eating my feelings. I know. I felt like probably what it was was that I felt like a forced invite because I was in the class and yeah, I was like, yeah. "Look, while I'm here, might as well get my money's I'm worth." I'm getting the shake. Yeah. But they came in at Joe's. They came in, so they eat. Like they'd pretty much done the food at the start of the forty-five minutes. So now we have forty-five minutes to burn. Yeah, cake takes five minutes. I'm like, fuck. And this room is small and there's a few wiry kids in the class and they're like, I want more food. And then there's a couple at the door and I'm having to barricade the door. And they're like, I want to go. Like, fuck. So I send Shane to the shop. The Tesco's downstairs. I'm like, go to Tesco and get stuff. He's like, what? Like, I'm like, get just get fucking stuff. Okay. Just, I don't care what it and is. And he knew you meant tapas, didn't he, Emma? That's <laughs> picky why bits. This, I meant that's picky why bits, this place Julie. is now a tapas bar. They followed your lead. Get picky bits for the five-year-old. So he goes to Tesco, right? Comes back. So I'm hoping he's got, like, fucking magic in this bag. Like, do you know what I mean? We need a miracle. We need a miracle. It's getting tense. It's getting hot. It's getting sweaty. People are like, I want to go. My friend Laura, who's there, her advice. Of course Laura was there. I always feel Laura is there for these moments. (laughs) The shittest advice I've ever heard. She says, just text the parents and tell them to collect the kids. I was like, right. So if I drop Joe to a party and I get a text saying, will you just collect them now? Half an hour early. Like, I would, I'm going to freak the fuck out. Well, Laura. I would definitely think he, I was after biting someone. You'd think something... Joe would never bite. How dare no, you? No, I know. But if I got the text, <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, oh, you'd, no. You'd I've say, got a oh biter my on my hands. Yeah, something bad. Something really yeah. bad's happened. Definitely a tetanus shot. So what has Shane got in the bag, right? He has got... He's got balloons, okay? I'm like, Grant, lovely balloons. So we give the kids... It's always important to balloons. use protection. <laughs> We're not going to have a ride to relieve the stress. We're not. <laughs> right? Balloons. So I start handing out the balloons to the kids. I'm like, this is going to burn up a bit of time. It's going to take five and six years ages to blow up a fucking balloon. So nobody's having any luck with the balloons. Then we look at the pack and the pack is modelling balloons. Do you know what modelling balloons are without a pump, Julie? Well, I mean, they're, they're just a piece of plastic, aren't they? Yeah. They're a choking hazard. So now all the kids are going around with these balloons hanging out their mouths that they can't blow up. And we have to try and start taking them off them. Yeah. Right? What else has he got in the bag? Party poppers. Grand. We'll do a few party poppers. That'll be a bit of crack. Not for the kid with autism. That wasn't crack, Julie. Oh, no. Screaming. Earmuffs. Well, do you know what? I don't blame him because Fred Cook has had a party popper on his person since New Year's Eve. It's been in his jacket pocket. And honestly, Emma, <laughs> even the other day we were in the shop and I was like, I wonder do they have that nice bread now that we liked the other day? Yeah. Because that's where we're at. You know what I mean? Like that, like, yeah, I'm yeah. like, we'll it's just go, we'll shifts, see. Yeah. I wonder. Oh, they do. Next thing, 
I'm having a heart attack. I've dropped the bread to the floor because Fred has come up behind me. He's so excited they have the bread. We like, I've got a party popper in my ear. He's party Are popping and everything. Me? It's just, no, it, it was funny. It was, popper. But he does a party popper. I mean, literally at the drop of a party hat, he'll be doing a party popper. And he does in front of like, you know, like I think we did, we went for food and I don't know, I think we got a free coffee or something free at the end. I can't remember what it was. It was just like a lunch and we got a free coffee and oh he's out with the God. party popper. Everyone's having a good laugh. But like, honestly, I'm there with that child that day. So he's doing guerrilla stand-up comedy. Basically. It's yeah, but I mean, I did get a fright now. Even with like somebody coming up behind you with the party popper, I'm hitting the deck. Fucking hell! Like dude. Sinn Fein have been elected left, right, <laughs> you know what the fuck is going on? But like, I just can't like. And then it's the thing of do I? I know where he's keeping the party popper. Yeah, yeah. Do I accidentally throw it out when I'm putting a wash so. on? Yeah, I couldn't live in that. But fear. he's enjoying it so much no. still, Emma. Honestly. Well, Ted Bundy was enjoying himself, but he needed to be selfed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's real talk. What did you make of the election? Well, the thing is that this is quite controversial. Well, it's not controversial, oh. but just to admit that I actually couldn't vote because we were doing the charity gig in Dingle. By the way, shout out to everyone who came. We did it for Kerry Cancer Support Services. Very, oh, la- well like, I didn't promote it at all. I felt terrible. I just kind of got distracted with different bits and bobs. Didn't really promote as much as I should have. And we still raised 465 euro, That's which great. I think is great. Yes, yeah. so it was a really lovely cause. A load of people came. We had a great night. Thanks, Mel. But, of course, I haven't been registered in Dingle for a long time. So I couldn't actually vote. Um, I mean, I wasn't surprised because I think people are just sick of shit. And they're like, not alone can I not afford to buy a house, but I can't even afford to rent. So I I always kind of suspected that people were going to go extreme in the sense that they were going to yeah. really... What way would you have voted? You wouldn't have... I, see, you I, see, I don't know, because I personally I think the party you would have politics been quite are gone. conservative in your voting. Well, I would have, traditionally speaking, I would have voted traditionally. Being I would have always... Oh, no. I would have always voted Labour. Labour. My family were always quite Labour. All so, right. you, do you remember Dick Spring? I think he all gave us the feelings back in the day. You bring him up at least. Once I mean, a week. he should be a Pornhub category, but he was a big Labour man always. Like, yeah. say, like I would have been Labour traditionally, but then actually, like one of my first memories is my auntie. Um, my auntie would have taken me. What, what's the word? Canvassing mm-hmm. with uh, with her when Joe Higgins was running, who of course was you know the leader of the Socialist Party. Yeah. So, like, my family would have always had those kind of leanings. I'd say predominantly Labour, but I would have also voted in the past for the Social Democrats and then just independence that I liked. Mm. So I think, like, I think we're all at the stage where nobody's voting because of a party. Like, you're voting because of an individual in your constituency that no, but I think that's... got back to an email or, you you know what I mean? You just no, like their I gash. Think it's the op- I don't think it's the opposite. I think people voted, they played the the party politics and they voted for the party because they voted people from Sinn Féin in who they'd never even heard of before purely because they were Sinn Féin. Because they were Sinn Féin, yeah. Did you vote? Yeah, yeah, no, I voted, yeah. And who did you vote for? Uh, I didn't give, I gave Carly Bailey my number one. Is she an independent? No, she was um, Social Democrats. Yeah. And I I knew her and I met her, but it helped that she was 
lefty lefty as well but um, yeah well I would have voted for the social democrats yeah they did well in the past they did do well but no I think that's why they got so high Sinn Féin because people voted because there was people in the I think previously who'd only gotten like in the hundreds yeah, and then this time around. Well, I think what it was maybe was that they wanted to vote as far. They wanted to vote for a party that was as far down the spectrum from from Fine Gael and Fianna Fáil as possible. Yeah, well, it was, and I, that's I Sinn think Féin. it was. And I think yeah. the more that say Fine Gael and Fianna Fáil were like, "Oh, we'd never go into government with Sinn Féin," I know. the more that people were like, "Well, that's probably a good thing. Yeah. That probably maybe means they're doing something that might work for me a bit better." Yeah, like not to take away from their success. Because that's not work. what we do here. Obviously not. We champion. But I think, yeah, it was. And they should they know that, obviously. But, like, it was a vote against Fianna Gael and, to a lesser extent, Fianna Fáil. And um, I think, uh, well, I think also people were probably quite impressed with Mary Lou but in recent Mary years, Lou not just the, in the last Mary few Lou weeks. is by if she's a really impressive leader, and I have to say, regardless of what party she's in, mm. and there's an awful lot within Sinn Fein that I do disagree with. Can mm. I just say as well, like you yeah, know, and I, it's personally, you know, there is well, you know, I I I don't want to be critical here, but there are certain things that just wouldn't sit very well with me. But the flip side is. I think the prospect of potentially having the first female Taoiseach is exciting. As a woman, that is something that I think would be really quite something if that was achieved. And I think Mary Lou is really impressive. I think she's very capable. Mm. There are a lot of things about Sinn Féin that just don't necessarily sit really well with me. But then I I have a lot of friends who are massively involved in the party and I really respect these friends and I love them to bits and generally speaking I'm like look you know if they're supporting a party like there's probably a very good reason for it and also because coming from a position whereby myself and Fred are like we can't afford to buy a house. We also can't afford to rent in Dublin. Yeah. I, I said to Fred last night, I was like, I'm sorry, even though I have issues with certain aspects of Sinn Féin, if they could promise me that you can put a roof over your head and it'll be long term and you'll have protection as a tenant or a homeowner or whatever yeah. it might be, I would vote for them in the morning. Like that's, I think that's ultimately what drove the election was probably the housing, even more so than the health. I know. Like yeah, just like I think, especially our like say our generation who were growing up with the Celtic Tiger were still like in school or college, and the only thing you were told was just get a degree and you'll be fine. So we all fucking well, not all of us, but you know a lot of us just went off and got a degree and thought oh we'll be fine. And then by the time we were working a year or two, it was all and fucking all over. gone to shit. Yeah. And you couldn't do anything. And I think you've kind of feel like you've been fed a lie because you're like, but I was told like if I went to college and I worked that I'd be able to buy a house. Yeah, like not when you're 24, but you were like, you know. Like Leo, that's so funny. When they played that back when he was on my Cooper saying, oh, I know, you know, when I was, when I first got my keys, like what an amazing feeling it was, like sitting on my own couch, my own house, watching my own TV. Matt's like, how old are you? 24. Now, of course, that was when people were, not just him, it wasn't just because of his economic background, like everyone was getting 110% mortgages. But no, like I I would have to say what would override everything else for (coughs) me would be 
because I wasn't in a position to vote on Saturday. Um, if a party or a person could make a reasonably believable promise to me that they could help me find a place of my own, I don't care who they are. Yeah, I'm going to vote for them. So what you're saying is probably that you'd never vote for Sinn Féin, but you're trying to just be diplomatic on the podcast because you're like your kneecaps. Yeah, but you, but I'm but I'll be honest. I never want to. I I couldn't. I mean, I could say that, like, I traditionally speaking, I never would have seen myself voting for Sinn Fein. And oh, there's certain style, yeah. elements, no, no, totally aspects agree. of the party that I yeah, would yeah, always yeah. be like, oh, I'm still I just, I'd still I know. Bit it's still a bit dodge. But now, if I'm being like, honest it, about it, yeah. and it's probably, I don't know what it says about my principles, but if they could guarantee me a better living situation, I, know. I would vote for them. I know. Because it's at the stage now where, sure, even when people use the examples on whether it's Claire Byrne or, you know, any of these political programs, and they say, you know, we've got 35 year olds living at home and they can't afford to buy a house. I'm like, try a fucking 39 year old. Like, mom's coming in to ask and Fred if he wants another biscuit. I'm like, what, 35? You've got your whole life ahead of you. Come on. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I remember. And I'm when loving, I was 35. by the way, I'm absolutely loving Miriam's. You know, the way Miriam McAllen is going so extreme with her analogies. Oh. She was, so she's talking about, you know, we've got 45 year old men sleeping in between their parents in a bed. There, he's a, it's two single beds squeezed together. He's lying in between the two. He's got his dad on one side, his mother on the other, and that's what people are. Li- it's just so oh, extreme. The way he did, one like, coke noodle a day. Oh, but but now she's not far wrong. But you yeah. know when she starts off and you're with her, you're like, yeah, you tell him, Miriam. She's like, we've got forty five year old men living at home with their parents, and everyone's like, living yes. at home, and then she's like. They're upstairs. Okay, that's probably where they're going to be. They're in a bedroom. Okay, yeah, in their parents' bedroom, <laughs> on a mat, on a not even a mattress, on a mat, on the floor with a towel over them. You're like beside the dog bed, beside the dog the cat bed. litter tray. They're waking up. Their head is in the cat litter tray. You're like that's too much. That's too much. But yeah, so um. That's up my the take. shinners. Up the, up the rah. Um, Speaking of up the rah, yeah. Super Bowl. Did you watch it? I didn't watch Super Bowl. Lucky them are so small and humble, so you don't confuse them with mountains. Not did an you watch issue it? here. Uh, I did watch the halftime. Of course, yeah. look. No, did you think it, I was yeah. talking about the football? I mean, Come Jesus on. Christ, though, like. What the fuck is it all about? They make such... It's like they're Eurovision or something. It's like it, the poor with, man. With, with, the, with the, the special effects, the lights. Is they're that making all the, yeah, all the... the production. Hu- yeah, all the hula hula below. Hula hula. And then they wheel out all these owl lads for some reason who are like 100 onto the pitch. It's just, it's just all fucking weird. It's Did you think game. it was too sexy? The halftime performance. Yeah. But I'm hardly talking about the game. I thought you meant the old man <laughs> that they wheeled out the star for some reason. I was like, no, it wasn't particularly sexy. Uh, no, it didn't actually. But I mean, no, 
not in the slightest, did I? I mean, it just wasn't... Isn't that just du jour? No, in saying that, a fr- very good friend of I mine... I thought it was very, like, carnival-esque, like... I mean, it's so, it's it such a fine line between it like sexualized. I didn't I didn't think it was. I really didn't think I it didn't. was sexualized. No, in like pussy cat dolls when they're in that gear that they wore recently. I didn't actually watch the performance, but I saw the pictures of Nicole. Don't you listen, yeah. I was just like, that's fairly sexy. Did you think too much? But they are. That's their whole brand. That's the brand. That's the brand. Yeah. But J Lo is sexy, but it's not like I don't know. It's not aggressive, sexy, or something. It's a gentle sexy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think... No, I will say, I didn't think... I don't know what this says about me. Am I just completely jaded? I I mean, yeah, Shakira was messing around with a rope or whatever, but I was just like, what? I mean, I really didn't think any part of it was too sexualized. But in saying that, a friend of mine currently living abroad, she did say, which I thought was kind of funny, so like maybe there's something we're not picking up on. But she did say to her three-year-old, she was like, dance like Shakira and J-Lo. And the three-year-old, this is kind of funny. She was saying this in the WhatsApp group. The three-year-old took down her pants and started dancing in her knickers and gyrating and thrusting. Yeah. And my friend was like, just thought this was fucking hilarious. But what was she but wearing maybe, before? Did she just she, want to make sure people could see that the hips weren't lying? Or? But I, she just took down the pants. So she was dancing in her knickers, was what we were told. She's kind of like dancing in her knickers, like a lot of... Twer- <laughs> so like maybe there was that message there, but I didn't pick up on that I subject didn't. at all. I didn't. And I mean, it's the old thing. Oh, I mean. But ultimately, let's face it, like, America's quite conservative. This is the thing. I know. They're so easily shocked. Like, they must be exhausted from being shocked all the time. Remember the nipple thing with Janet? But what upset me about that was that the fact that Janet had to... her career. But she had to pretend that was a mistake. Like, clearly, that was the costume. Like, that's what they were going for, the yeah. shock factor at the end. And the fact that she had to sell it off. Oh, and Dweeby McDweeberson had to sell it off as a, oh, whoops, we didn't mean to do that. Of course he did. I mean, just ridiculous, isn't it? But sure, it was totally ridiculous, the whole thing. I did enjoy the performance, though. Oh, but it was great. And I loved the, all the little girls. I loved yeah, that bit. Like, and her I daughter. I thought it was quite... I thought it was kind of quite empowering. Yeah, I thought it was positive, feel good. I enjoyed it. And it was nice as well, like when you think, you know, the Hispanic population has come under such fire, like in Trump's America and all that. I just thought it it was lovely kind of, oh, well, I loved when she did, she just did one bar of it, but my favourite J-Lo song, Ain't That Funny. So all day long, ja well, I where was, the fuck where was the ja? fuck was Ja? You didn't get the show Financing for a festival near you, no doubt. But I was just wandering around the kitchen all day. Ain't that fun? And then every now and again, a party popper in my ear would burst <laughs> my reverie. Wouldn't you be up on a murder charge, Emma? Oh, I would stab him. Repeatedly. It's the 11th of February. No, you can't And be it's going quite piercing. Yeah. I learned that the hard way with the kids at the party. So how did that resolve itself, by the way, the party? We just watched the clock for 20 minutes. That's oh, such a long 20 minutes as well with kids, oh, isn't it? it's dire. Uh, it's yeah, horrific. so not, not that shock. The Oscars, of course, they were on. 
Did we give a shit? I just have less and less interest in the Oscars. The odd time after the fact, I'll click onto an article to possibly see someone's dress. Yeah. But I really don't give a fuck. Like, I really... Would there, would there at the risk of losing 50% of our demographic, because 50% of our demographic are men, just to say that, um, what would be your favourite Oscars dress? Like, anyone that you would remember from the past? Anyone in particular? <laughs> Halle Berry, is that Oscars? I was just about to say, Halle Berry's my ultimate favourite. That's about it. Like, a lot of them... So iconic. A lot of them are fairly boring, shite, fairly yeah. shite. Uh, I mean, I don't even know who won other than Joaquin Phoenix. I know, I know the Korean was... Parasite won, which apparently is supposed to be deadly. Everyone I know who's seen and what it did Joaquin say? He got up, start banging on about something, did he? What he did he got say? up and was kind of telling us to stop drinking milk. And I was like, oh, do you know what? But sorry, Joaquin, you've obviously not tasted... I'm going to just, I'm going to name drop here, Colleen, the lemon curd. They do these like lemon curd yogurts. Oh, yeah. They're so good. Like when I admittedly, you know, he was painting them? a picture. Oh, they're lovely. They're in a little glass jar. I'm also quite Ooh. fond of a Glenisk. And if I really want to treat myself, a super value toffee yogurt. The luxury range I got is Glenisk, just amaze. Uh, Greek yogurt the other day, but and I have been getting little. But the creaminess was but another. But the league. thing with Glenisk is, is that and the likes of I'm sure the likes of Clean and all the rest. I know Joaquin was painting this really horrible picture of you know cows being forced to milk so that we can use that milk in our cereal. But part of me was like, maybe American cows, Joaquin, but I'm sure it happens here. But I do like to think when I'm tucking into my lemon curd, it feels like it's coming from a happy cow. I think the cows in Ireland are happy. I just think they're happier cows. There's there's no facts to back that up, but I... But just when he's using the moment to make me feel guilty for having milk in my tea... Like, just to reiterate, I had a packet of crisps for dinner last night, Joaquin. That's where we're at now. Do you know myself and Fred applied for a mortgage? We were laughed out of it. What type of crisps were they? Oh, do you know what? They were actually fucking unreal. King crisps. Haven't had a packet of King for a long, long time. Because I notice they're not as available as other crisps. Do you notice that? Because the shinners are in. Something's going on, but the King Crisps are not as available. By Christmas, the King Crisps are going to be gone. If you like Walkers, stock up now. They're going to be fucking gone. Yeah, it's all changing. Do you think? If you think there's nothing to do with Philip coming out and the Shinners... If you think that's not well, related, that get a is, fucking grip. I have grip. to say, that's an effortless, that is an effortless segue <laughs> to our next topic. Topic two. Oh. Philip Schofield thoughts. Oh my God, Julie. I'm in work, minding my own business, right? Girl to the left. To the left, to the left. Laura. Has the phone Is her everyone hand. in your life called Laura? <laughs> Maybe. She's Is got she a phone. Is she two shits a day? No, no, she's not two shits a day. Laura gets her phone out, right? Laura gets her phone out. It's casual. It's like, what, Friday morning? Keeping it fucking light and easy. Fairly breezy. Oh my God, Philip Schofield is gay. I jump up from my seat. I'm like, what? Fuck off. Reads out the statement because she'd been looking at Holly's Insta stories Mm -hmm. or something. Mm -hmm. Shocked. 
shocked, shocked, shocked. Now, I know people say, you know, hopefully there'll be a day when somebody can come out and it's not going to be breaking news and whatever. I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. But it's all the components added together. It's a fact that he's been on the telly for 30 odd years. He's been married to a woman for 27 years. He's been with her plus years. It's a surprise. And he's two grown up daughters with that woman. Yeah. That's what makes it. If he'd been like, if he'd been single and whatever, you know what I mean? And there'd be people kind of like, oh, is that his friend or what's really like? Okay. If another man his age came out and hadn't been married to a woman or in a relationship with a woman, we would all there wouldn't be that big like, oh my god, what the fuck's mm-hmm. going on? Whether you're surprised or not surprised, and the people saying, oh, I'm not surprised. I thought he was gay anyway. Like fuck off, that's stupid anyway. But I think the reason it was a shock was because he was living his life as as a like as openly a as a straight man. Yeah. I think, well, look, I w- you know I wouldn't be a massive Philip fan, but you'd feel sorry for anyone that we both said that he probably, in, for some reason, felt forced into co- into coming out. Yeah, and there, yeah. there, there were rumours that like certain media outlets were going to print things, etc. So he probably wanted to take control of the narrative. And ultimately, yeah. if that is the case, that is shit. Like, no yeah. one should feel forced to make that decision just because people are threatening to make the decision for you, you know? And I'm sure his wife was aware for a long time and who knows what their arrangement was. Like, you know, Mm. relationships work on many different levels. I know, yeah, that's it, yeah. Like, and you do reach a point, like, if Fred came out tomorrow as gay, like, ultimately, I mean, it's easy to say, like, when it's speculative, but, like, I feel I could nearly see us maintaining some kind of relationship because it would be very hard to just end that suddenly when there's companionship. There's so yeah, many yeah, elements yeah. there. I know. I, I mean, know. I would say I felt sorry for him if that is what happened. I definitely, you know, I think we all agree it's not an easy thing to do. But even if it didn't, I think you feel you feel. No, I suppose yeah, not sorry for him, but you definitely well, it's feel not easy. From, it's not easy. It's certainly not easy, and he obviously felt whether it was people, you know, threatening to expose something or whether, like, he obviously felt under some kind of pressure to do yeah. it, whether that was internal or external. Would I say that I still that I now like Philip Schofield all of a sudden? Like, not mm. really. You know, I feel like maybe. A lot of people are saying, okay, maybe this explains why, you know, he's been of a bit of a prick in certain instances. I don't necessarily think that it does. Yeah. Well, gosh, I told you that when we were chatting about it before that Shane is convinced that he's pulling a spacey. That he's yeah. getting ahead of it. He's kind of coming well, out I think with something. It feels like he's trying to take control of a narrative. Mm. But I mean, what I would think is, I would think, okay, if he's gay, obviously... Fair play to him for coming out. It's not easy. You know, I can only imagine how hard it is to do when you've got a wife and two kids. Like, that's very, very hard. Have you, have you ever had to question not... your, your sexuality? To be honest, I mean, I've been stalking men around the streets of Dingle since I was 11 years of age. Yeah, so, yeah. no. I mean, I think I think that we can all appreciate... Um, like you know I think we can all appreciate like there's certain like you connect you do connect with certain people regardless yeah, of gender yeah. and sometimes with friendship like it is bordering on a relationship it goes beyond like yeah. a regular friendship like I definitely have friends in my life that the connection is more than a friendship it's not necessarily sexual 
but it's just, definitely something more and that's why I'm making eye contact <laughs> this is why I'm, you rub your don't look away from me Emma but you know what I mean though Oh, there totally. is definitely an extra layer of intimacy and like you can almost see how that would yeah. metamorphosize into something else well, or was, how you would have a romantic connection with a woman when you have these really deep connections with friends yes. already. Oh, but have I ever questioned no. my sexuality as such? No, but I definitely have those connections with yes. women. No, it's just interesting because I suppose I asked you that question purely like one, obviously because I knew it would be funny, but... Second of all, I was only, I don't know, somebody said something and then somebody's like, well, like you've never had to come out or something like that. And I was like, yeah, like I can't even imagine what that would be like, because I know like probably would have had that thing like say around puberty for half an hour where you're like, oh, my God, am I a lesbian? Because you're looking at other people's bodies and then you cop, you're like, oh, no, I'm just actually looking and comparing and like just I'm actually just looking. I'm not sexually attracted or whatever. So it's kind of like just thinking about like, I can't even imagine what that would be like. Well, do you know Cassie Stokes, who I love? Yeah. She spoke really, I thought it was really interesting. She spoke really well about it when she was talking on a podcast. I think it was, um, is it Lee Don Hines is that podcast? But I can't mm-hmm. remember the name of it. Uh, but it's a really good podcast. I'll, I'll get the name actually well, um, before the end of this episode. But she talked about when she was in school yeah. that she used to always be like oh my god like watch out for your one she's a lesbian this kind of thing and she was like the joke is that I was the one who was a lesbian but it's that thing of that in that environment especially like you know in the 90s and I would say even the noughties like I hope it's better now but the thoughts of in that moment saying do you know what yeah I actually am a lesbian I know, God. It just you know the, inconceivable. You know the way, like, as an it's adult... It's terrible for people. As an adult woman, you can say to another woman, jeez, like, you have a lovely little figure on you. Or you can say, your arse looks great in them jeans or whatever. But when you're young and growing up, you would ne- I would have never have said that to a friend. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I would have felt, like, kind of, at a certain age, I would have felt weird about that. Yeah. Because I'm like, is that... Am I a les now? Am I... Might yeah, be a yeah, lesser. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's funny, I still think, but again, easy to speculate when neither of us, I mean, this is like not our story in the sense yeah, that yeah. neither of us have come out or, I mean, I presume you're not planning to anytime no, soon. No, I don't. But I, I still, the best think, of my I still think it's easier to be, uh, I think it's easier to be a gay man than a gay woman. You think it's easier to I be think a gay the media, man? I think the media, are, are maybe, I think the media, by extension, society, because as you pointed out, Emma, in a previous episode, like the media are essentially society. I think it's, I think it's still easier for, for men than women. No. Well, I suppose, I think, I think each case, I, I think like obviously each case is individual and all the rest of it and everyone, even if they have a story of, you know, discovering, finding out, knowing that they were gay, there's obviously some sort of, you know, at very minimum journey behind it. But I do think, personally, I would think that men, gay men, get a harder time purely because a lot of the time homosexuality is thrown into perversion territory. Yeah, I just, I wonder, this is I mean this like is even just like say that... take example like George Michael would have said that a lot that it would have been thrown into perversion mm. 
But do you not think, I think that maybe gay men have been embraced more in terms of media and culture than gay women? Um, is there is there not like I mean if I had to list off say you know gay men that I would know of in the but public eye but that's just eye, women in general though isn't but it? maybe it's just the women are disproportionately represented I think it's just women in yeah. general but then I'm sure there's extra barriers when you're a gay woman as, as opposed to well, being yeah. a straight woman obviously there would be yeah there shouldn't be but yeah uh, but no, I mean, I think, look, fair play to him. It's definitely, whatever his reasons for feeling he had to do it, it's certainly not easy. I mean, would I go back and say, okay, well, now I feel bad because I always thought that, you know, there was something that I didn't like about him. I still don't know personality-wise yeah, would I like Philip right. Schofield, but I respect what he did. And yeah. I hope, like, his, you know, his family, his relationship with his family are okay. It, it, You know, all that's okay and that they're all right, the kids and all that and the wife. You know, you hope that they're all okay. I know, yeah. When, I, when I found out, anyone. though, I text you, I text my mom, and I text Jill, my mate in work who wasn't in. And what did your mom say? She said, yes, a bit of a surprise. Why does your mom always respond like you're going to quote her on Reuters? I don't know. <laughs> It's gas. She's always so guarded. I know. I know. She's, no, and I think hilarious. you know. I she's think look, always guarded. I I I think it was actually it was it, on that subject as well. Like you know, Philip Schofield, you know, coming out in the same week that we had. I genuinely do think this is really lovely. The first same-sex pairing on Dancing with the Stars. I love that that happened this week. Oh, and the Irish one. Which was really lovely. Just for our international li- listener, Dancing with the Stars is like Strictly Come Dancing, only shitter, if you can imagine <laughs> it. But isn't that just so lovely from an optics point of view? Yeah, it's good, yeah. Did and you watch it? I watched like clips of it. So you, you didn't? I watched, okay, I looked at a couple of photos as I scrolled through Instagram. <laughs> but I think, <laughs> I still think it's great. You wouldn't give them your You know, your dancing view. on ice haven't done, haven't done it. Strictly Come Dancing haven't done it. Dancing with the Stars. I, I think it's so antiquated that they're still basically set up in these, you know, like essentially kind of heteronormative relationships. So I just yeah. thought it was really lovely that they That's switched the it up this week. Do you know what the Philip Schofield thing it did remind me of because we were talking about her in the last episode and I was like, I must say that to Emma now in the next one. Do you remember Jessica Simpson? There were a lot of rumours about her dad being gay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she said in this... It's not her story, did she? In this book, this autobiography, which one of us has to purchase and read (laughs) for the sake of the podcast, but she talked about, I thought this was really hard, Uh, that a few days before her wedding... I know this, yeah, yeah. That the dad said, just so you know, I'm going to be bringing a male model to the wedding and her mom and dad had separated so she was pregnant Mm. and she was saying I was super emotional anyway and he told me look just so you know I'm going to be bringing this male model to the wedding and she said that it really took from the day in that because it happened so suddenly she didn't feel that she was in a position to tell him okay no I don't think we're ready for that yet yeah. but basically just the whole wedding we're talking about it as in like what's going on is he just a friend is this his partner yeah yeah but I just really felt for her I was like that's hard I think that in fairness it wouldn't have mattered if his uh, his plus one had been male or female She'd never met this person before. But it's just it's, it's her wedding. It, but it's trying to her process Her dad is it. there. Her mom is there. 
you'd like to meet if they're like you know that much of a part of their lives you would hope that you would have met them heard about them before your wedding but I do think for her maybe it probably when I say it was a bit harder maybe that it was a male yeah because he obviously had been married to her mother etc it's Mm. like what you were saying about you know Philip Schofield having to feel that feeling that he had to like essentially live this lie like maybe it was a little bit more traumatic for her that it was a male because maybe she was questioning, oh my God, you know, has dad been living a lie all this time? Like mm. what's going on? You know, what is their relationship? What exactly, you know, is his plan? Like, you know, was everything with my mother just essentially like a charade? Like I think you would kind of have those extra yeah. feelings. I, th- I think it would maybe be a bit harder as well as the fact obviously you hadn't met the person you know if you met the person had time to process if he had a conversation with you about it like kind of gave you the heads up and said how would you feel about this because it sounded in the book like he was like this is what's happening rather than look how would you feel I honestly think I know it's short notice I I honestly think that I would just I think him bringing male or female to the wedding obviously it would it would be a shock to suddenly find out that your dad was bisexual or gay or whatever but I think just bringing someone to a wedding as the father of the bride who no one has heard or met of before it it is going to kind of make a lot of the like it is going to focus a lot of the attention on you yeah and by the way like you know I think we're all at the stage of our lives as well like if one of our parents came out as gay or bisexual or whatever in the morning like I think at this point none of us really give a shit yeah but, but I'm like, just imagining if my I was at my but wedding. I'm just imagining <laughs> if I was heavily pregnant and it was my wedding day yeah, yeah. I, you know it it's just all those kind of you know extra emotions going on as well and of course um, it doesn't matter what age you are you want your mom and dad to be together and happy forever yeah this like, is it even if you are an adult and dad even randomly made a joke last week mom came back from the shop and said oh I just met so and so and he was like does he still know that I'm gay I was, we were like what where do you come up with these jokes dad so look maybe that was him yeah. having a chat with us who knows Could have hit I don't think it was but, um, and then keep us posted on that I will keep you posted absolutely uh, Katie Price our old putty old pal what is she up to Emma she has said that she wants to pose for Playboy again that she feels like she's never looked better at 41. Mm-hmm. What struck me about this, obviously any old shite to do with her, I'm clicking in. I'm there. I'm clicking and in. And you know who else is such a fan of Katie Price? Who? Laura Mahoney. Oh, so the three of us have Laura. to start some class kind of a oh, band. Oh yeah, I love it, Laura. Now, I just, any old shite, like... Here she is wearing an orange hat. I'm clicking in. Here she is with another mad new toy boy clicking in. But the thing that struck me about it was the picture of her when she was younger looks so like Princess. It's actually then you realise how much... But the image of her is... Yeah, you realise 
how much work she's actually had done to her face. And wasn't she so beautiful with the curly hair? Like I've always said it that I think those because I remember the way her mouth and her teeth and her nose were that all there, gorgeous, stunning, and very symmetrical and just really strong, striking features. Yes, but she talked about in her first um, book. She talked about the fact that she knew when she was younger there was a lot about herself that she didn't like, but she also knew quote that she wasn't half bad looking. But I was like, you were more than that. Like you were, yeah. she was really stunned. I mean, I I saw now she's back at the house. Okay, which she's makes me back. happy. Her friends yeah. helped her out apparently. Right. So she's back in the gaff. Um, I really hope she cleans the pool though. But how the pool does needs how to be cleaned do these people go bankrupt? Well, do you know what? Are they just spending just, crazy money? I think it's just that their overheads are probably so high. And are the kids all in private schools and they're stuff? They're all in private schools, I'd imagine. They're, I'd say they're just paying out constantly. Like I'd, yeah. say, I'd say the outgoings are huge. They have to be. Like, she keeps blaming the bloody horses, but sure, it's obviously more than the horses, Katie. Come on. But, like, why can't we just... Why do you have to have the horse there? Like, just get a horse on Would you ever do Playboy? Would I ever do Playboy? You don't get any in in between the leg shots, do you? No. Yeah, it's just Playboy's just posy and boobs. I think so. I mean, I've ever actually never... I would do it. Do you know what? I think fuck it at this age, I think you can kind of do it without judgment. I think there's an there like is one last hurrah kind yeah, of Yeah, like it shouldn't be ageist, but it is. I think when if you do it and you're over like say, right, I'm thirty five, you're thirty six, we're over thirty five. Now it's liberating. Well now people like fair play to do you know what I mean? Yeah, you're in a different now, phase now. I would like, uh, I would like a bit of notice, and I would want. Oh well, I mean, I would want a couple of grand, not for it, just for the prep to get oh, a few I mean, little sorry, bits. I'd done. be going back to that rhinoplasty surgeon <laughs> oh, no. that agreed to work on me circa no, 2003. No. Uh, you can't change the face. Oh no, I'd be do because that's you see uh, that's what I'd be looking at if I was looking at a Playboy. I'd be checking out their face. Yeah, but you can't change a face. You have I, a lovely face. Don't change your face. I look so shit today. You know, I don't need Emma. a nose job at all. I'm just looking at your nose. It's totally perfect. <sighs> my nose. If I could do anything, my nose would be it. I what would the probably. I would probably do Playboy, but like Straight, yourself, tiny, perfect. I'd need them to say this time next year. Yeah, we're going to be shooting you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the time frame. And that's I'd your need. year, and I do a doc on the year before. <laughs> the year leading up to Playboy. Like, definitely we'd have to do a doc on that before. Mm. I mean, look, fair play to her if she wants to do it. Like, with Katie, we're always going to be team Katie. Even there can't when she's be... doing the spawn con with the kids. I mean, there can't be that much money in it now anymore, though. But who's buying Playboy? I, I never even see it. Everything's available for free now. I know. I mean, is it still a thing? Like, I we... would have a look at it, though, if she did it. Well, it's funny because we were saying that, weren't we, in terms of obviously, you know, England and we've referenced before they had the L page three girls. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. Were pretty gross. Remember when we have talked about it, like, the, you know, the 15 year old and the countdown to the birthday, birthday until gross, she can get gross, the tits gross, out. Gross, 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 horrendous, despicable, yuck, yuck, yuck. Child abuse. We never had 
we never had page three in Ireland, but what we did have was something called Life magazine. Mm. And our equivalent of page three in Playboy would be Georgia Salpa in a very tight T-shirt and a push-up oh bra. My God. Drinking a pint of milk with, for example, Willie O'Dea. He was kind of a fun minister at the time, wasn't he? He was seen as a fun oh, kid. Oh my God, I have to tell you this. Tell me. When we were talking earlier, I completely forgot about this and I had only... Remembered it when I was having my dinner. You only had a dinner. few drinks at that stage. I only had a few drinks. Sorry. On YouTube, right? And this is fairly old. There is like this little mini documentary, right? That's on that was on Ireland AM, presented by Anna Daly. Okay. And I think it was like before Anna was like a presenter on the mm. show, but she was doing. Like the bits. Bits and bobs, She's yeah. The kind of gig we'd fucking love, but no one fucking wants to give it to us The kind of gig that someone would ring me and say, hi, Julie, it's, we'll just say Anya here from Ireland. Yeah. Uh, we have this little segment now. It is going to involve you taking off your clothes. I don't know how you feel about that. Um, so it's just going to be, don't worry, it's going to be very classy. It's just going to be you and kind of a see-through sarong and you'll be there in your bikini. <laughs> now, the thing is, is that, you have to ditch Emma, okay? Yeah, you have yeah. to ditch her, otherwise you won't get this segment. And yeah. I'm like, Emma who? We've She's no, gone. No, no, we've no budget. I'm actually, I we've can't no hear you because I'm actually dry shaving my bikini line as you speak. <laughs> so Anna's doing a bit. So Anna's doing this bit, right? It's a good few years ago. And it is, oh, it's great viewing. It's Day in the Life of Georgia Salpa. Oh, God, this okay. is probably my day at the beach stuff, is it? Right. Julie, it's fucking gas, okay? Just the whole tone, like, what's it like to be gorgeous, successful, modelled? George, yourself, right? So then you're watching it, watching it, watching, okay? And she's doing some PR thing on, what's the street uh, beside Steen's Green Shopping Centre? Not oh, quite, you know where that the one. gaiety is. Yeah, yeah. What's yeah, that street yeah, yeah. called? The gaiety street? I don't know. <laughs> right, the gaiety street. We're there, we're there. She's doing some promo thing down there. And it's a Lynx. It's something for Lynx, right? So she's in this. This could be These details could be wrong, but it's not the best part of the story. She's in this Lynx thing. And it's like basically black uh, leotard. And it's like kind of, you know, and being like, you know, kind of such a celebrity in Ireland. Da, 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 and there's a few people kind of coming up to her and stuff like with chopping back. Going, what's he, what, what are you doing? Again, your fault. Hey, like, right. Then you're watching it and you're like, this is gold. This is fucking gold. Joanne McNally fucking pops up. What was she, was, like, was she walking past or was no. she part of the shoot? Joanne is working for obviously the PR company. Oh, sure, Joanne worked in PR. And she's yeah. like giving fucking <laughs> Salpa a fucking brush and hairspray or something like, you know, like she's totally like, I'm I'm background people today, like I'm just helping out on this shoot or whatever. But it just had all the elements. And I was like, this is gas. It's a great watch. And but just Joanne popping Like, okay, love all the people involved in this, okay, but it's utter shite. Like, it's it's about absolutely nothing because the poor girl has 
no personality. Well, she if has she had totally had a disappeared pers- from the public eye now, of course, since she, since she had the twins, because the fellas loaded. Yeah, but wouldn't we all? Like, oh, it's a master I'd plan. I'd be uploading one photo a month to Instagram if Fred was minted. It's the master plan. Yeah, she comes across as a very nice girl, all the rest of it, but she doesn't have. But there was probably just not a lot going on at the time in her life. I'd imagine. It's just pure shoes. Now I would think fair play to anyone who can whack out a smile but in she the stilettos ma- when they're marching past with the shopping bags like heckling. I mean that would throw me. I know. But she would have been making a good few grand oh, a week. Yeah, definitely. For a couple like for a couple of hours work. Yeah, I know. When you frame it like that. Not a bad life, but mm. that video on YouTube, it's just... I'll have to look it up. What's an under? Oh, A day in the life with Georgia Sample. Yeah, yeah, maybe that, yeah, yeah. Okay. And a daily Ireland AM. Have a, like, seriously. I mean, you the coronavirus, not- by the way, is still... Cause speaking of models, I instantly think of Danny, who'd quite a penchant, of course. Do you remember Danny, our old mate from the Coronas? Oh, yeah. Quite a penchant for the old models. Oh, yeah, So just yeah, as yeah. you were talking about Georgia Salpa, all, I could, all I could all I could hear in my head was, See Paul Ting, we drink all night. We are not wasting our time. I was actually saying to Fred the other day, I was like, myself and Emma pointed out that his definition of wasting <laughs> your life. What did he say? He's like, it actually is. <laughs> oh, by the way, we have to watch ourselves and we oh, might end on this on this cautionary no. note. Oh, no, wait, cautionary Guess note. who started listening to the podcast, Emma? Who? Fred? Fred. Fred Cook. Because do you know what? He oh. was quite, came in and he Sorry, was a little Cook. bit... What are you going to do? Fred Cook. Um, he came in and he said... Do you know I was made, after my uh, comment about his feet? Was it? No, he hasn't listened to that episode yet, so we'll hang hang tight for that one. But he, you know, the way the running joke of how I invite you in to watch our intimate moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just, I think, because he joke. just had just tuned in for one episode, mm. he was quite horrified that I was telling the world that you were there, kind of directing us. I was like, it's just this running joke we have. And then even even when he blew his party oh. popper that time, it just was it was with a sad irony. <laughs> oh, do you know what it He's was? It was when I made the joke about when you were saying about I was saying somebody told me you'd lovely teeth. And I was like, I think oh, it was right when you were in bed. He's like, I never said that. I was like, it's fine. <laughs> That's really what's going to happen. He's going to listen to it and you're going to have to come on and apologise every week and say, so when I said Fred said this, it was actually a joke. No, I think, do you know what? I'd say one or two episodes. He'll 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 grow out of this phase. I know, I know. This I know. is just a phase he's going through people. now where he's listening to up to 90. Uh, My uh, mom has it on her phone now. She won't. She? My, so basically what happened, she got a new phone and Shane came back and he like set up a few things on her phone for her. And he's like, uh, your mom has up to nine on her phone now. And I turned to him and I said, what the fuck would you do that for? <laughs> like real pissed off. And he was like, she asked me to. And I was like, why don't you just lie, you fucking It's kind of cute because I know no, she my won't mom. Last, she will not last the pace. She'll my mom listens as well. I always, I always know if she's listened to a saucy episode because sometimes the reception will be a little bit chillier. 
Well, it's about to get a hell of a lot saucier. Big news coming soon. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> I've been Jeannie J. I've been Emma Dorn. God bless. God bless. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.